0: I want to talk about Joker. So, last week I... well... I want to talk about Joker. And yesterday evening I went and saw the film. In my opinion, the film was fine. It wasn't anything particularly good to write home about. It was just a fine film. I will frankly just give it about a 5 out of 10. I don't think it does anything particularly special, that hasn't been done by other films better. I also don't believe the character to be anything interesting or unique that we haven't realistically seen depicted before in other films and other genres of media, uh, potentially far better. While the character is particularly interesting, Joker... there was so much left as unstrung potential. While, yes, the film did make me feel different emotions, it made me kind of sad, um, slightly depressed, um, and kind of uneasy and uncomfortable, which I definitely believe the film did set out to try and achieve these goals. At the same time, it was very underwhelming. The film just kind of left me wanting more, but it didn't delve into the kind of plots that I would have really liked it to have delved into. One of those was particularly the idea of what was real and what was fake. I believe that a film like Memento did this incredibly well with memories. Joker particularly had definitely had um, stress problems and traumatic events happened throughout his life. I don't know if PTSD comes into this, it wasn't really something that was touched on but there was definitely events that happened in his childhood that definitely put him on this path. Sadly, due to his mother and abuse of a boyfriend of hers. Now, what is interesting to think about is we didn't go much more into that other than the cliff note I just gave you. It would have been far more interesting, I think, to have potentially delved down that rabbit hole. Truly, what was his childhood, rather than him just stealing a document kind of having this brief flashback and reading some medical reports and that's it. It it really is unsatisfying. It's kind of like, well, quite clearly his psyche, um, he's repressed memories from his childhood. We don't know how young he was as a child, we don't know if he was a toddler or if he was significantly older. If the film did touch on this, it was so brief, it went completely over me. I don't quite know if he was a five or six year old. All we got from what I can recall is a child was um, tied to, I believe a radiator. Um, Which is, okay, That's, that's shocking. That's thought provoking. That's a lot of information and that's kind of a devastating thing to happen to a child but then that we don't actually go any further, which honestly was kind of dissatisfying for me. I would have loved to have known more about this character. Why? What was his childhood truly like and turned him into this adult? It's, it's so interesting to kind of think that while he has a lot of problems, um, how much of this was an environmental problem? Um, is it entirely environmental, or is this something that has happened throughout his life, and through, and has gotten progressively worse? Um, and that's something I really didn't like. Another thing that I thought was particularly interesting is the idea of what is in his reality, and what he's making up. Uh, The whole idea of him dating this neighbour of his, um... It felt very jarring and very kind of forced, which potentially was the idea. Having this somewhat unknown character or person even show some kindness towards him, obviously, potentially this character thought, oh, well, they showed kindness to me, so they're going to be open to any kind of relationship that I dictate I want. Again, slightly shocking, kind of uneasy and doesn't make me feel particularly happy but i i mean i get that that's what it's asking for at the same time it was unrealistic this woman just seemed totally okay one with this guy following her and then kind of was like yeah sure i'll come to your comedy show oh yeah sure yeah come come, i'll come watch you oh yeah you just came back and you just want to fuck sure like that's not how the world works and that's not how most people operate in their lives Um, but it was kind of an interesting idea that he was making these fantasy ideas, and I would have liked the film, potentially, it could have gone down this rabbit hole instead. I think it would have been incredibly interesting if the film had gone far deeper into the psyche, and what, what was his reality? Was all of this in a mental asylum? Was he making a lot of this up? Was the whole idea of his mother a complete fabrication? That's a question that the film kind of gives to you as kind of an offer, but it doesn't quite give it to you, and at the end of the film it kind of just slaps a lot of that away from you. um, Which I really, really don't like. I would have loved to the idea that his mother had been dead for years, right? And he was kind of recovering and kind of appreciating a lot of this information that he had repressed. Or potentially was going through some of his mother's belongings and found this information. And believed that um, uh, Bruce Wayne's father, whose name has completely disappeared from me, was his father. And he was set on it. But he never actually met him. He believes he did, but he never did. And we could go down this incredibly deep rabbit hole of that this character, this person, is incredibly ill. Um, and desperately does need help Um, but it's this kind of borderline on what is psychotic and what is reality mixed with a bunch of other options that the director and writers could have gone down what what really makes me kind of sad about it is we didn't get that and nor did we actually get the true idea of well his mental well-being and kind of his history we kind of Got a lot of touches on this is anarchy. Okay, This this is his idea. Um, We got a lot of just tidbits, which was incredibly frustrating. Frankly, halfway through the film, when he starts to recover some memories and everything, um, I started comparing the film to one of my favourites, Memento. I think Memento is an incredible film that is very good at looking into psychological drama kind of thriller. It's the whole idea of that every time this man wakes up, he forgets. And he has to recover and retrace everything. Um, and if you haven't seen it, I 100% recommend it. Now the problem was, I should not and I don't know why, but it was because we briefly, very briefly, about probably an hour and 20 minutes, I think? Maybe an hour and 10 minutes into the this two hour film, we touch on this whole idea of psychological drama, repressed memories about his mother, and a lot of other stuff. And it's very, it's it's very shocking and kind of very uncomfortable to see this character go through all of this, which is good, right? I'm feeling emotions as a viewer. I like this. It's good. Like I, I wanna stress this to you listener. It's good that I'm feeling these emotions, and that I was having a lot of feelings around a lot of this. But my concern was, well, it wasn't leading anywhere. None of this led anywhere. It was a film that just didn't truly accomplish anything it really set out to do. Now, let me give the film some credit before I keep bashing it. It was incredibly well shot. The film is honestly gorgeous to watch. Like, the cinematography and the lighting, it's just beautiful, and the sound direction is so crisp, and I love how the sets are designed, and how the props interact with this, and just what you see on the screen is so, so well done. I can't that enough. It is so impressive. The kind of angles that they do, how it makes you feel uncomfortable with some of the cinematography is truly just a masterful use. And honestly, I don't know who the cinematographer was, um, but honestly, that's really fucking good. But it frustrates me to no end that the story... And the kind of experience we have as a viewer is so well good. Like, I honestly will not discredit people if they go, well, it looked really cool. I'm going to be like, yeah, it did. The film was gorgeous. But that does not make a good film. And I think that's something that a lot of people are kind of overlooking. They're like, well, the film looks good. It sounded really good. It was very pretty. Um, and it, did, it made me feel a lot of emotions. Thus, it's a good film. no. No, that, that, that does not make it a good film, it makes it, makes it a, a watchable film. I mean, I watched it, but I'll be totally fucking honest, while I give Joker a 5 out of 10, I went home and was just chilling and I watched Space Jam later that evening. Space Jam is a 6 out of 10, maybe 7 out of 10. The film is up and over in about 80 minutes. It's done, it tells its story and that's it, and it's enjoyable. And I can re-watch Space Jam. I don't know if I ever want to re-watch Joker, right? And I think there is a difference here. I think when you give it a numeric score, it's like, for the sake of giving it, what do you feel? Well, honestly, I think Joker was a great film to watch. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But at the end of the day, I don't think it was actually a worthwhile experience. It decided to try and cover three or four different topics, which just didn't go anywhere. Let me, let me go into the whole idea, right? So his mother convinces him that he is Bruce Wayne's brother. Uh, Bruce Wayne's father, he, he he's part of the Wayne family, right? I, I really should get this up, but I can't be bothered. So we go into this whole idea that he is Bruce Wayne's um, son, or not Bruce Wayne's son, Bruce brother, whatever, fuck, whatever. We go down this whole rabbit hole, and... For some reason, I don't know why, he decides to do this whole weird sh- uh skit. Uh, skit. Um, he goes up and starts, goes up to Bruce, who's a, who's like a six-year-old, maybe eight-year-old, not a, not a very old kid, max like ten. He goes up to this kid and he's like, oh, do you want to be my friend, blah blah blah. Kind of creepy, but kind of, you kind of can tell the character means well. And they have this interaction. And then this guard comes over. And he goes this. Like he already knows exactly. What's going on here. He's like mate. Your mum's insane. She's not well. Um, she's crazy. And then immediately he, he just flip reacts. goes oh she's crazy. You're ill blah blah blah. And relates to. And that is an incredibly strong. Like I do agree. The idea that you're just going to brush the idea of mental illness off. As someone who, with. Who 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 struggles with mental health? I do appreciate how it does kind of use this whole portrayal of oh, you can't just brush it off because I don't think you can and you shouldn't just brush it off like that. And I believe obviously the film is set not in the modern age. Um, Well, at least it's not given the perception it is. No, I don't believe it is at all. The more I'm thinking about it, it's it's set more in like late. 80s, I'm thinking maybe 90s. Um, with how, it was some of the, um, with like the TVs and the style that was shot and everything, and the late night talk show hosts and how that that was kind of shown. What I, I'm just, it just left me wanting more, and I felt very kind of dissatisfied. And the problem is, I got left wanting more. But I'll be fucking real. I don't want another fucking few hours. Really, I don't. Why the fuck would I want that? The film was... Far longer than it needed to be. Far, far longer than what it needed to be. But... For some reason... That that was it. And I... I... You can tell I'm frustrated and I'm flustered. Because the more I think about this film... The more that there is that I do enjoy. But there is also just as much... If not more... That I fucking hate... Let me go on to this part. So, in the first half an hour, I guess, of the film, um, he murders three guys, which, they were being total assholes, and they deserve punishment. Is death the correct punishment? Well, that's beside the point. Honestly, he kills them, blah, 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 cold, it's rather cold blood, especially how he kills the final guy, he didn't have to kill him. Now, if he didn't kill him, would there be repercussions? Yes, no, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes on to this thing of, how do they know that it's a guy in a clown mask? Is the woman that was on their train at the same time? Uh, it's It's really weird, right? But somehow they know it's a clown, but they don't know if it's a mask or makeup. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Blah, 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 we keep going on. And then we... We get onto this thing which just infuriates me more than anything, I'll be fucking honest. He's never caught. He's just never caught. The police are basically portrayed to be these complete fucking dumbasses, and they only figure out at the end of the film. I I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just meant to believe that these police officers who are already questioning this guy? They question him multiple times throughout the film. I'm just meant to believe that this this guy, uh, whatever, you know, it, it's whatever. He he did some bad stuff, uh, but it, it's really hard to catch a murderer. Mur- murderers are really hard to catch, you know. Like, no, fuck off. They already knew who he was. They could totally detain him and take him to questioning, but they don't some reason, they wait till the very fucking end of the film. Now, blah, blah, blah. I totally get, oh, you can't do that. The main character's going to wait. They could totally go down that avenue. Seriously. Right. Okay. So, let's say this. 45 minutes into a... We're going to keep the same runtime. Two-hour film. Joker gets arrested for killing this thing. Anarchy starts in the street. We already see that in the film. Starts getting questioned. Blah, blah, blah. He makes... They they try and try him, but they can't quite link him to the scene. Why is that? Well, they don't have any form of records for him. They don't have any fingerprints, right? And it just so happens... you could you can do this kind of bullshit. I'm freaking honest. They don't have his blueprint. Uh, they don't have any of his fingerprints because he has no fingerprints, right? Because of the shit that happened as a child. Holy shit! We find out that he had this grotesque stuff happen to him, like. His, I don't know, his fingerprints were like burnt off or something disgusting to happen to a child. But basically we can kind of go, he had this awful childhood. So, seriously, think about this. Awful childhood. We go into this repressed stuff. We, we see fucking clippings. We see newspaper clippings of the stuff that he had to have gone through as a child. Like Terror House or something, right? Like, Guy clearly had a fucked up childhood. Go into that. Lean into it. Tell a compelling story. And like he gets out because it's like he's actually they can't try him. He hasn't got any fingerprints. They go, oh my god, you're that kid. Oh my god. We're so sorry. Blah blah blah. It's an apology. Then he gets to go on the new talk show. You still get to do all of this stuff. You just get to tell a far fucking better story. And you just get to cut out the bullshit with the whole thing of he doesn't quite know if he was going on a date or not with this woman. Cut that out. That went nowhere. That went actually nowhere. All he does is he eventually goes into the other the woman's flat and she's like, you're Arthur, right? He goes, I've heard her birthday. And all she turns around goes, you need to leave. That's it. So what's the point? There was no point in any of that. There was just no reason for this film to use that. Now, You could cut out a bunch of the stuff with his mum. You could cut the mum character out of this whole thing. He fucking kills his mum, and nobody seems to care. Hell, it's even funnier, right? Some of the other clowns from his employment um, come around because they want to give him their condolences for his mother dying. Because they feel bad. I don't fucking know if it's true or not. But regardless, they felt some form of remorse, and they wanted to at least console him. In this thing, and they brought him some alcohol. That's a nice gesture, right? Well, he kills one of them and lets want the other one go because the other guy had been nice to him always. Well, I, I, whatever. And then, what's even funnier? No one knows how his mum died. They just—he he just his mum's dead, and and he's just off, scot free. I'm sorry. If the police are already questioning this guy potentially for murdering three other people, I don't think if he's the last person to have been with his mother and then suddenly she dies. And guess what? She's a bit smothered. Oh yeah, nah. He he's good. Fuck off. I'm sorry. Fuck off. This film, this film just made me love some of how it's shot, like the dancing scenes with the the music and how he dances in the. Air. I'll be frank. I'll be frank. Phoenix, fuck, whatsoever his face is. Who? Uh, I'm going to Google this now. You're making clicky clacky noises. Um, where is it? Uh, joking, joking. Phoenix. God, I can't fucking say names. Um, he did an incredible job as Joker. I actually think his acting, his acting ability and range was very impressive. And I think that's important. I want to compliment the actor. I think he did a very good job. It was the story. It's truly the story which I think was th- fumbled really badly. And I think the problem is while I can I can say the actor did an amazing job, cinematographer, lighting, sound, the set designers, props, and special effects, and everything was amazingly done. Honestly, I think the shooting and like the scene where you have the he um puts the scissors through the guy's neck and then bashes his brains in. And it it all looks incredibly realistic and very believable. And I'm like, that that is well-made films. Like this is a film that was made with love and also a fuckload of money. But it's the story which really lets it down, which is the saddest part of all of it. Because there were so many elements there and it just just doesn't make sense. I, it really just doesn't make sense, and it's so sad. You have an amazing cast. Um, I think Robert De Niro and this whole idea that uh, Joker looks up to this comedian, this talk late talk show host. I I think it's very smart. I think that is smart. I like the idea that he idolizes this man, and we go into this whole fantasy thing where he's basically. Um, just a guest well just in the audience of the show um and he tells a heartfelt thing and everybody loves it and everything and blah 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 and he gets to meet him and then it's that it's very clear and then he says this uh what's it something to do with um uh, what is it oh it's uh, something to do with oh yeah if i had a son that was as good as you uh, i'd be the so fucking happy. And it's like, okay, cool, that's cute, that's nice. And that you can tell he really does want that kind of father figure. And sees Murray as this father figure. But it's it's incredibly frustrating. Because while he does think this strongly about him. It just doesn't go anywhere. And it's kind of sad. And it kind of sucks. I don't know. I don't know. Overall, my review of Joker is a 5 out of 10. I think the film is incredibly well shot, and it looks pretty, and it's just a really disappointing story that tries to do three to four different things and doesn't achieve any of them because it tries to do all of them, and none of them are achieved very well, which is incredibly disappointing. Now, one thing I wanna quickly talk on, is this thing i've been seeing going around saying well you don't appreciate joker if you have you you like you can't appreciate joker if you've not been through hard times and you can't appreciate joker you don't understand joker i'm sorry okay let me let me get on my high horse here no you're wrong let me make this clear if i've not already made it clear through my criticism on how the story doesn't delve truly into one or two topics well, it just kind of does four or five different things well badly. Think about it. we've got the police, apparently are incompetent, and he can just walk off? Basically throw a cigarette away, and then he's like, is your laughing thing a clown thing? He goes, you tell me. Fucking hilarious. No, not really. It's fucking depressing. That one, he has to do that, and two, that the police just can't catch a killer. Alright, so we got the whole cop thing, which apparently is just a thing because that's why his mum's having a stroke. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is this this film literally only makes sense with a bit of thread. Right. So we got the cops. Cops are fucking pointless, realistically, unless we go further into that, which I've already suggested, a good way in that they can go with it. Number two. The whole fake girlfriend dating thing. Again. Would be interesting if you go further into that. Okay. You have the girlfriend, which is fake. You have his mother, which could be fake. You have the whole idea of half of him going on the Murray show as a fake. And you just see this man spiralling further and further into what is real and what is fake. I think I think if you want to see a show that does that really well, it's, it's not quite the same, but it's the best one I can kind of compare off the top of my head is um, Serial Experiment Lane. Um, A really good show um, from, I believe, the early 2000s, maybe late 90s. Um, And it more touches on the internet and what is it with your AI and persona and everything. But I I think that does a really good way of expressing um, what is it to be real. Um, I know there's a game that's coming off the top of my head that I know I'm also meant to be saying here. And I'm going to find it right now because it's going to annoy me if I don't find it, and I'm still not finding it, even when I've gone into my games and my game and my game folder, because I'm not seeing it. Oh, that. Oh, Hellblade. Hellblade. Sanusa's Sacrifice. Watch that. That'll be good. It touches on the whole disorder um, of hearing voices and everything, but I think that also is a good portrayal of what is real and fake and voices. You could have done a voices thing! Holy shit, if you wanted to, um, Dad Touch is a topic which I honestly, I don't think I have any form of authority to talk about, um, but, uh, it is a scary, scary disorder, and I'm very thankful I've not had to personally directly, um, had any of problems with that, um, which is a sad topic, um, but anyway, uh, we've got to, got to try and be, bring this back. But this film, this film is just, it's bad. And the reason people like it is that you have to do it. So right, so we've got the cops. We've got the whole girlfriend thing. What's the other stuff? Uh, so we've got killing and just not getting caught. We've got the girlfriend thing. Uh, what's this? Oh, we got the Murray thing, which is kind of gone into an interesting point of view. And I will be honest, his rant at the end is interesting. But it's very disappointing that he just kind of gives a middle finger and kills his fatherhood character. Like, like he's given a piece of criticism, which okay, let me be real. Right, so the Joker or this character apparently gets to decide what is fair and what is like what is just and and how cruel someone has been to him and everything. So Murray shows the clip of him um, trying to do stand up badly. I think it's fair, um, and he gets invited onto the show to meet his fatherhood figure, uh, an idol of his, someone he really does admire and look up to. Mari um, makes fun of him for it, but through a ton of events, he's actually allowed to um, interact and to communicate with him, which so you do have to feel a bit honourable about that. And then he goes off and goes, you're cruel, you kind of you showed that clip. Um, he could have ignored you completely. So there is a, two, a pro and a con, right? Now, obviously, you can go down that whole avenue, and is, is it cruel? And I can argue yes and no, and I can do that until the cows come home. But what I think is interesting is he didn't confront Murray. He did, but he basically doesn't let Murray defend himself at all. He just goes, you're fucking cruel. He could turn that around by going, he could have just showed more of your shit and never invited you onto the show, but he thought he'd give you an opportunity to come on. And he even gave you a half-decent fucking, like, introduction. It's not a thing. He was trying to be on your side, and yet you turn it around and say, no, fuck you. Now, I can agree and say, okay, is that fair? Can you turn around and say, fuck you to him? Sure. But can you go off and kind of claim this righteousness and self-glory and everything? No. I would argue, no, I don't think you I don't think the character has the right to do this. Now, he does anyway, and he feels this entitlement. But it doesn't make any sense. I don't get why he feels like he has this entitlement. I mean, obviously he feels very hung on by the world and everything and believes, Um, That this is the only true goal And I mean Yeah it's fucking terrible Yeah he loses his help support And he loses a lot Um, But it is this kind of thing Of well We don't touch into how he originally Got into The health clinic and why he was even in there And potentially that's just because He was repressing Other memories from his childhood And it's like we could have gone Into that stuff we totally could have. We totally could have got rid of bullshit throughout the film. Because there is a lot of fucking bullshit throughout this film that does not need to be there. The whole condolence scene makes no fucking sense. The whole idea of this character woking as a clown could have just been that. It could have been a very small note. I like the idea of the very one of the few opening scenes um when he gets beaten up by a group of kids after st- they steal his sign and then he gets beaten up it could have just been as simple as that and like this is his career right he is uh and he is an actual clown okay cool and then that's it we didn't we didn't need at least like 15 to 20 minutes more plot around that and the whole firing and bullshit we didn't even need to meet the other fucking characters. I'm sorry. We don't need to meet that. We don't need to have the killing scene later. We don't. We don't need any of that shit. We don't. We don't need to see it. As a viewer, we don't need it. We can have a bit touch on it. He can go there. We can have a very brief interaction. He doesn't need to get the gun from there. He can find the gun in his mother's. He can. He could already just own the gun. I imagine he probably shouldn't. He could find the fucking gun. I really don't care. He could acquire the gun through multiple other means. He doesn't have to cover it. But, or he can still get the gun the same way. One of the clowns goes, hey, you need to protect yourself. Like, just like this. But they're like, that's it. Cool. They're just a random character that goes, hey, there's a lot of crazy shit happening. Here, you should protect yourself. And they're like, I shouldn't have one. He's like, just don't worry about it. That's it. And then we don't touch on it. Right? And that's it. There's nothing with his boss. He doesn't get fired. None of that, right? I know this is meant to add to the character, and they go, oh, because he's gone through so many hard times and nobody's giving him a bone. Well, that's how you can give him a bone, not fucking fire him. Oh, God. And, like, what's the reason for this, right? So, the reason for that is because now he's going to stand up, and but he's not. He's going to go do into anarchy. Oh. No, uh, You can tell I'm very... I, my biggest problem was I was incredibly looking forward to three, for this film, right? I was so looking forward to this film. But there was no point. It was longer than it needed to be. Loads of this could be cut out and basically you get the same film. I'm sorry. Loads of this film you could cut out and it virtually wouldn't do anything. And then it set itself up for a sequel. Or it's setting up a new universe, which I don't know. Or if, or it's linking to another one. I really don't know. But the way the film ends, right, it shows the very famous scene of Bruce Wayne's parents being shut down and murdered and with Bruce as a child just standing there. Kind of, yeah, shocked at what's happened. And it's like, okay, well, is this going to be a new Batman? Are we going down that road and everything else? Is this the Joker, right? Because he stands up on a car and he gets lifted up and it's kind of like, wait, look at him. He's he's our symbol. He's our leader. Like this Joker is our leader. This This figure, this person. And it's like, are we just meant to assume Bruce is just gonna grow up and become this huge thing, and blah blah blah? And obviously, he's inheriting all this money and his father's enterprise. Yeah, 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 No one really gives a fuck. Are we going into this if the film is successful? Well, I mean, let's let's have a look, right? We'll go on Box Office Mojo, and we will have a look at this because I'm I'm interested because. I think, I think the film itself could have gone into so much more, but it didn't, and that's where we just are. Uh, this this news article seems good for it. Okay, so we don't actually have a budget for the film, which is a little bit frustrating. Um, but apparently it made worldwide since its opening, which was the fourth. Um... As uh, a total of today, which is the 6th of October, it has made $234 million. So it's done rather well. It's done, it's done pretty well. Uh, looking at foreign, foreign total, we can't get a breakdown, sadly. Uh, sometimes you can get a breakdown of them. But, uh, yeah, it came out the third year, midnight. Fourth is when you got the first kind of readings in general. An idea on how much it's earned. I imagine it's probably made its money back. um, Worldwide now. Um, I imagine it's made its money back. Um, Most Hollywood films probably cost about 200 million to make. Um, For a film of this size, I'd expect it to be at least 200 million. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if it's already made it back um, by this point worldwide. Which is good. Um, It's just... It's good that the film makes money and like I paid money to watch it. It's just do I think I I don't think I'd ever watch it again. No. The film wasn't good. I can talk about the film for this amount of time. But that doesn't mean I think it's a good film. And I think that's a very good distinction to make. But just because I watch something doesn't mean it's a good film. It just means it's something that I sat and watched. And I was honest with myself. If I wasn't in a cinema watching this film, would I keep watching? And I was about at the halfway mark, and I realised, no, not really. If I wasn't there with someone and also kind of just in a cinema, would I keep watching? Probably not. Probably I would. If I was watching it on my computer, I'd probably start fiddling around, maybe playing another game on my computer. Um... Or maybe playing something like just on my other monitor or just chilling. Or I definitely would have popped up my phone and started browsing the internet. Maybe getting on Reddit and everything else. Which is depressing, right? Because you want to do more, really. But, <sighs> sorry. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm probably just going to post this on my um, podcast. So thank you very much for listening. Um, if you want more, feel free to uh, subscribe. On all these major platforms and yeah. Hope you have fun. If you've got any feedback, feel free to get in contact with me. I am on Twitter, at Mars One on Twitter, and on Instagram. I you can find this podcast and all of my other content on alexswan.co.uk. And thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a wonderful time.